good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever the fuck you listen to this podcast from. My name is Virtual, the original Mr. No Days Off, the original working man. Got to get it all in, you know what I mean, money? <clears throat> Damn right. Today we are at Walkabout. We are here for uh, Save the Cheerleader, presented by Hope Evolution Wrestling. Uh, this is number 28. 28. 28th show. Wow. <clears throat> um, and my guest today uh, unveiled himself as the uh, the leader um, of our little group uh, we call ourselves seven that's s e the letter the sorry the number seven and e n okay so you better realize check yourself and all that kind of bollocks uh, my guest is mr president himself mr money benjamin how are you i am back wow back in a full wrestling role now you are Oh, As opposed man. to your commentating. That's it. <clears throat> How did you get into commentating? Um, it's funny. Um, I met with um, Harvey Dale. Yeah. Never uh, heard of him. Oh, yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah. Uh, it's a bad, bad name. Oh, oof, oof. oh yeah. Ooh, oof. Oof. I'm joking, Dale. Some stuff. Some stuff. We could tell you. <laughs> I met with Dale um, shortly after my, my hernia injury, which took me out of wrestling um, for about a year. Um, I met with Dale and we discussed a way for me to get back into wrestling because he saw me on my second match ever as a, as a heel, as a heel character and uh, really loved what I did and he wanted to bring me in um, to come and work as a, as a performer for him, as, as a heel character. So the idea was um, that just to get myself settled and to get to know the guys, so you know, your top guys, CJ, Joe, Aguero, just get to know them, was coming as um, a commentator. Yeah. So I could so I could learn and watch firsthand what goes on, uh, you know, in the wrestling scene. And look, obviously, learn from Magic Mark, who's oh my god, <clears throat> probably one of the best. I'm not kissing his ass, but probably one of the best commentators you've got in England at the moment. Magic Mark <clears throat> is 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 in my eyes, and I've worked with a few. Magic Mark is the best commentator okay. in, in in Britain. I, I will kiss his ass. Hey, you know what hey, saying? hey money, whatever you, you want to do, man. <laughs> What are you doing on the weekend apart from wearing lycra? It's up to oh, you. Oh man, bro. oh man, stories. <clears throat> but no, he, he's taught me so much when it comes to commentating, um, and uh, I owe a lot to Mark over, these, over this past year and a half that I've done. Is that how long you've been at home? Yeah, man, a year and a half. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> year and a half. I didn't realise it was that long. Yeah, <clears throat> pretty much. Wow. It was, oh, I can't remember the exact date, but it was it was a year, around about a year and a half ago that I, I, I came back into wrestling. Um, so yeah, that's how that came apart. It was just I met with Dale. He wanted to get me back in, but he didn't want to rush me in. He wanted, okay. to, he wanted to bring me in slowly. <coughs> so this is how we did it. And obviously, seven, this is yeah. where this all came from. So you originally went into Hope as a heel, and then the um, fans kind of took to you, didn't they? N- kind of. Dale wanted me to go in as, let's say, the general manager role, pretty much. Okay. He calls it the spokesperson. <coughs> Hope the, the GM. Yeah. But let's just the say it, it's the GM. The GM. The GM. The general manager. So he wanted to come in as that... Um, but it was mainly towards the Barricade and Harvey Dale um, relationship that was going on. And um, I was there to calm them down and to, and to keep control. And that, people just talked to me. Obviously, the most popular thing is MVP. Yeah. Is what I get chanted pretty much every show now, is the fact that I, I pretty much look like Montel Von Savius Porter. I'll take that as a compliment. Have you been in jail? I, I haven't been in jail. Well, you're not him then, okay? <laughs> so get your head out of his ass. Stop calling. No, no, really. <clears throat> But no, um, the fans talked to me uh, pretty well, pretty quickly as well. Did you Did you want to mould your persona, your character, against, like, with 
MVP? No, no. Um, so it's kind of like something that's just thrown at you? Yeah. It, but I, I never really um, thought myself anything like MVP at all. I mean, I was aware, by the time I debuted in Hope, it was just when MVP came into TNA as the general manager. So I can see where it was both coming from. Because yeah, yeah. MVP <coughs> debuts, suit, everything. I debut, suit, everything, general manager role. So everyone's basically thinking, right, Benjamin has uh, ripped off this gimmick. Mm, pretty much. <coughs> um, which you didn't. It was just, obviously, I'm assuming you didn't watch TNA. No, no. Do you know what I mean? No. And obviously, fans that do will go, okay, Money Benjamin's trying to be like MVP. We'll call him MVP. And it's stuck. It's stuck. Um, but they've, they've warmed to me now. Um, I mean, I've, I've tried not, my best. Not anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> they fucking hate you now. Which is great. Oh, it's I, brilliant. Because hopefully, no, they won't love me, but you, know, you get the gist. Oh, man, you got the virtual section. What are you on about? <coughs> yeah, that, that's that, trending. That was brilliant. That was trending. I, I was sitting there, and you come out for your match <laughs> last night, and uh, Friday night, sorry, and it was just there, virtual section. I was like, this is fantastic. It's, it's going to trend. And I'm going to say, I, 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 I never address the fans, but I'm going to say massive props to Carl and Ben, uh, who put the virtual section <laughs> posters up, and to the hooligans, fuck you two, because you ripped one of them up, and I'm pretty sad about that. They ripped up they a ripped, virtual section they, they ripped it up. Oh, is this because we beat them up? I think so. I think they they won't rip my head off. But the closest thing they got to was a piece of paper. The virtual section. That means a lot to you, though. It, it's everything to me. That is horrible. Hooligans, just you wait. Just wait, you wait. Yeah, just you wait until <laughs> September. You watch. We're coming for you. Yeah. All right. right. Money Benjamin is. I, however... I'm hoping to make it. <laughs> <laughs> hoping to make it, eh? No pun intended. <laughs> so, yeah, so, obviously, <laughs> we'll touch on this because um, we attacked uh, the hooligans, yeah. Roy and Zack Knight from the legendary uh, Knight Dynasty family, or well, they're probably the, the premier family in British wrestling. Yes. Okay, and talking shit aside, I, uh, I have a lot of respect for those two boys and what they've done. Um, but Friday night was business oh it was and strictly I'm not kidding you we need to make a statement and we we did and we took out in my opinion the two, two toughest people in British wrestling you're damn right you're damn right we did I don't care what any of us oh it's seven on two. who cares what number as it was alright we took out <clears throat> the biggest the hardest baddest toughest motherfuckers in British wrestling and we stood over them oh yeah we flaunted the fact that we were more powerful, ten times stronger, ten times more smarter. The fact that they didn't even see it coming. No, you know, I mean, it, wouldn't you sort of, let's let's put you in a situation, all right? Okay, okay. Roll, role play. So I mean, let's role play. Okay, you're, you're, the, you're the you're the hooligans, all right? Yeah, well, you're both of them. You can be if you want. I'll be I'll be, I'll be I'm Money Benjamin. I have nothing. I have never had anything to do with you guys. You've probably never even heard of me, to be honest. And to be fair, I've, I've not heard of you since Friday night. There you go. Never, never even knew you in the building. See, this is it. And we get in the ring. All right, all right. You guys come out. I get in the ring. And wouldn't you? Wouldn't that? one the first question you you'd say is, why is why are you why are you in here? Why is yeah? Why are you fighting our battle for? But no, you know. They'd... But then on Friday night, though, money. You were there to mediate to make sure that nothing went wrong. Well, yeah. In a, in a matter of speaking. You, you were the you were the forefront uh, person I hope and you did your job yes you know Magic Mark asked you to go and make sure that everything was in line what did I do 
I got in the ring and I made sure everything ran smoothly. They wanted a fight. That's the thing. I tried to separate them, but they wanted a fight with you guys. I'm glad that I wasn't that a piece of paper. Oh. However, so yeah, so the, the whole kind of thing for you guys, uh, our group, seven, um, collectively are uh, myself, Money Benjamin, who is our uh, head honcho. There we go. So is that a head on show? <laughs> Depends on who's better on the mic, either me or Benjamin. We'll oh, have to see. I'm sure we'll have that contest uh, eventually. We will. Oh, yes. Uh, Chris Tyler. Oh, yes. Blake. Roughhouse Steve Mitchell. Kane Arnell. And his bodyguard, Bear. There we go. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was not a slip-up. There is a bodyguard in professional wrestling called Bear. Bear. Okay, B E A R. Like uh, bear. Like a grizzly bear. Polar bear. Like yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't say he's a polar bear. Grizzly. He, he polar look, bears are white. He looks like it. Well, he's white as well. But he looks like. But a grizzly yeah, but bear. grizzly bear. He look, yeah, he needs the, the, the beard. If I could grow my beard that good. Yeah, I can't grow my beard that good. Nah, I want to see you with a big afro like the old school seventies stuff. <laughs> I don't think I'd be a heel anymore with that kind of I thing. don't care. <laughs> I don't care. We'll take a group vote. We'll take a group vote on it. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, so we uh, we made ourselves known to the Hope yeah. uh, roster and the fans. And during the promo that, uh, that I cut, we emphasised the fact that everybody at Hope assumed, yeah. thought... Um, accused. Accused Joe Connors. Um, sorry, Joseph Connors of being our leader yeah. and in the uh, six man elimination title match on the previous show at Mansfield um, we proved that that wasn't the case exactly now obviously Money you weren't there you were in the building and you were commentating but it was all orchestrated by your good self and we we did what you wanted us to do this is it <clears throat> um, that's the thing Joe Connors um, assumed you know it, it was like he he embraced you guys and started. It was like he wanted to use you guys. I won't say for his little, you know, that, that righteous army that he has, but he he just thought that you know what I could probably use these guys to my advantage. And then when you came out and you you beat up Ryan Smile, he thought, ha ha, bingo, <coughs> bingo. Oh, and he asked us to step away. Yeah. Now I'm not being funny. <laughs> With him not being the leader, all we had to do was one of us turn his head to look at you at the uh, commentary booth, the wink. And we beat O'Connor's. That was it. It was as simple as that. You know, we're not going to uh, excuse ourselves for what we did. We did it because we wanted to. And that was the thing. So, full circle now, we've got um, Home Evolution tonight. Money, who have you got? So, tonight I go one-on-one uh, -on -one with uh, Gabriel Kidd. Oh. You know, that's going to be a, a pretty tough a pretty tough challenge, you know. Gabe, Gabe's, a, Gabe's a really, really good competitor. You know, I, I've seen quite a few things that he's done, and you know, I'm, well, I'm not worried to be honest with you. I've got to be, I've got to be funny. When you've got six guys watching this your back, it. <clears throat> this is it. I wouldn't want to be Gabriel Kidd tonight, well, or anyone for that matter. Gabriel Kidd, he just better not run his mouth. If he runs his mouth the wrong way, I'm sure the click of the fingers. And I tell you something, money. If he brings out a fruit shoot. Right, I'm going to take that fruit shoot and I'm going to show it up his ass. Don't worry. I'll do that for you. Good. Don't worry. If I even see that fruit shoot even appear, I'm going to throw it at somebody. Oh. This is no horse bar tonight. This is an over 18 show and I can cuss as much as I fucking well damn please. Exactly. And, and do you know what, money? I am. 
Hey, can you demo cuss? I'll tell you what. I have over 18 show and he brings out a fucking fruit shoot. Yeah. Bring me a pint or something. Give me a pint of salt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not a damn fruit shoot. Might have to be a bit of a downing contest. What, between my, me and you or between Gabe? Because Gabe can't do it. I don't think he's old enough. He's like 12, isn't he? Well, he looks 12. Um, can't I get done for that? Beaten on a, well, pretty much a child. I guess, I bet. Well, if uh, people turn the, turn the other cheek and uh, look the other way, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Nah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's a problem at all. Well, joking aside, I, you know, Gabe, Gabe's not really someone to joke with. I, 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 oh, he's he a really good. He's a really good athlete, really good competitor. And I, I really do look forward to my match with him tonight. But there's no chance he's walking out of the building. Now, at all. on about matches, um, you and me have both been in the ring with Bubblegum. Oh, yes. Um, that was, for you, that was, I would assume, probably your biggest opponent. Yes, so far today. Potentially. Yes. Um, and that was uh, the Super Show, second night. Yeah. And you were, I watched that match, and I must admit, I thought it was a damn good match. Thank you, thank you. I enjoyed it. And that's not kissing your ass. But I, I know what kind of wrestling I like, yep. and I know what wrestling I don't like. Yep. Uh, and I thought it was a solid match. How did you feel stepping into the ring with one of the biggest names in British wrestling? I, I'm not going to lie to you, I, I, I was a nervous wreck beforehand. Um, and it was a massive opportunity for myself. For someone like, my, for like me that's still pretty much new to the scene of uh, professional, uh, British professional wrestling. Uh, for me to get the opportunity to wrestle against Bubblegum, you know, someone who... who it will be like a legend in British wrestling in years to come easily. It was it was a massive. I didn't even say I didn't even go far as saying it was a massive honor to step in the ring with the guy. Um, I learned so much yeah. from Bubblegum. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, what probably my favourite match I've I've had, and one of my toughest matches I've had also. <clears throat> so you want to continue that kind of role, like get the big names in. You know, the guy likes of CJ Banks, Joseph Connors, Paul Malan. Uh, you know what I mean? This, well, is, this goes on. This is why in, in, in the, the whole seven role, this is why you guys, you've taken out CJ Banks, you've taken out Joseph Connors, you've taken out Jack Jester. T-Bone, Danny Chase, the list. Sabu. The list goes on. I'll, t I'll tell you this, about, your li about this list, okay? Now, there was a point in time when we beat up um, amazing Matt Myers and Adrenaline Danny Chase. Yeah. And two cool stumbling with chairs. Now, I'm not being funny, but I wanted to fight. All right? And you give the wink, don't do it. I'm going to ask you money. I'm not going to put you on the spot, okay? But I want to know why you want to let us take out Too Cool, because for us as a group, that would have been a massive feather in our cap. But we've already taken out Sabu. So why not Too Cool? Is this something brewing, potentially? Or is it just we couldn't get our hands on them for, you know, for... I would want to say insurance reasons... The thing is, two cool, big, big tag team legends, all right? You took out Matt Myers and Danny Chase, all right? You already did your work. If you got your hands on two cool, no disrespect intended to two cool, because like I said, they are the legends that they are, you pretty much would have killed two cool. Yes, it would have been, been great to cement... I think certain people backstage would have loved that. Well, I, I tell you what... And quite a few people <laughs> backstage. We can't probably name names. <laughs> we can't name names. Oh hell yeah! I wish I could. <laughs> Pretty much take them out. We could have took them out. Yeah. Probably saved like thirty minutes as well. To be honest. Very true. Very true. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> but you know, just for their health, we didn't even we, did, we didn't need to attack them. We didn't need to. We left our mark. But right next time, next time they show up, 
they go over. If they show up, I'm I'm going to personally. I don't care. Put they, my foot up their ass. If they don't, I don't care. If they go over or not. If they come over, if they step back in the ring, that's it. That virtual section will go fucking mental. Virtual section, man. Virtual's arena. That's what it's going to be eventually. Hey, listen. Start with the section. <laughs> then an arena. So Harvey Dale, if you're listening, if they ever want to rename the Forest Town Miners' Welfare, which is a bit of a mouthful when you're on the emergency services. <laughs> if I just say the virtual arena, that's a lot easier. I think I can get the copyrights. <laughs> okay. You've got no problem with that. <laughs> so, you started training. Um, we're just going to jump a little bit. Uh, you started training down at... Um, with Paul Malan. Yes. And I believe that was on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, obviously, myself was down there sometimes yep. when I wasn't, you know, hungover, <laughs> um, which was probably not a lot. But what kind of stuff did you learn from Malan as a, as a trainer? Because obviously, when we get in the ring with these guys, I mean, I, I must admit, I remember the first time that I was told I was in the ring with Paul Malan, and I was like, wow. Like, because I consider him to be probably the best diverse wrestler in the UK he can do everything comedy heel face hardcore tech hi-fi he can do everything I still have that odd feeling when someone says you're wrestling Paul Mayden and with him being a, my, my former trainer how do you feel in regards to the training side of, 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 of Malin? Malin uh Obviously, when I started training with I knew nothing. Absolutely zilch. And yeah. he still doesn't now, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty much. <coughs> Pretty much. But, um, no, I know. Paul Malin showed me literally everything. Every little who's Paul thing. Mi- who's Paul Mitchell? Pa- who's Paul Mitchell? You said Paul Mitchell. Did I say Paul Mitchell? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Stephen, Stephen Mitchell. Get out of the way. You, I you, thought you, you said Paul Mitchell. Nah. Paul Malin. Paul Malin, after he showed me everything. He taught me literally everything I needed to know about the business. Um, you know, already from running the ropes, taking the bumps, and knowing how, how to structure a match. That, but the, the thing I learned a lot from Paul Malin, and it's an important thing sometimes, well not sometimes, a lot of the time, is uh, ring positioning. That is a, that is a <coughs> big thing, and um, not, not, not many of the guys can get it right. Um, still to this day, sometimes I get it wrong. Everyone will get it wrong, probably. But Paul Malin um, showed a lot um, to me about ring positioning. Um, <coughs> Which sometimes shows in, in some of my matches, and uh, you know some of the guys are going, you know, your ring position is really good. Yeah. I'm like, I learned from Paul Malin. You know, yeah. Paul Malin was the guy who trained me. Yeah. You know, I trained with him for a year and a half straight. Was that so? Then you trained for a year and a half. Did you jump into your first match after that year and a half? After that year and a half. <clears throat> uh, so you, would, in my opinion, you were trained the right way. Yeah. Because nowadays, um, you see training schools that are put up in fucking Joe Blog's apartment. And you can train for three weeks, and you know, um, you know, bring your gear, you'll be booked. Like I remember training somewhere, and the guy turned up in his ring gear to train. Seriously, one hundred percent. I kid, I kid you not, money. <laughs> I kid you not, sir. Was it Grado? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Blake. No. <clears throat> Technically, if I look like Blake and Blake looks like Grado, does that make me look like Grado as well? So, I mean, you all look, must like, look like Brodus Clay as well. Oh my God, this is incredible. Hey, listen, if you want you, to, can, you guys can pull up multiple wanna, gimmicks. If you were to start giving that out, pushing that out, money, <laughs> you and me are going to fall out quite quick. Bless your heart. <clears throat> so, you trained. Who was your first match? 
My first match was against um, El Ritmo at the time, as what he was known as. Yeah. Um, He's now known as just Ritmo. Ritmo. Yeah. As in R I T M O. Yeah. Not R E E T M O. That's right. R I T M O. Um, was against El Ritmo. It's a bit of a I'm not putting him over. Right. <laughs> but no, my first match was against um, El Ritmo. Um, me, and, me and El Ritmo, we go back years. Uh, we went to college together and everything. And You're both Derby boys, aren't you? Well, he, he's, 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 he's from Stabo. From where? Stapleford. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Stabo is the nickname. That's Paul Made. I knew Tommy that as well. I'm, really? I'm from Derby. Yeah, I'm from Derby. He's from Stabo. Um, so you're kind of like local boy tonight. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying. Well, and, I'm, and I'm the bastard tonight. <laughs> you are. That's just not tonight. You're like you are potentially a bastard every night. <laughs> but you've been spoke, you've been speaking to. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Babe. Okay. We'll leave that one right there. We're not going to drop names, but. But yeah, no. I know, I know things. <laughs> I know people. They know people. They know people of people that. You get the gist. This is it. <clears throat> so your first match was against El Ritmo. El Ritmo. Um, Did yeah. you win? Son of a bitch beat me. <laughs> I got a little bit too cocky. Welcome, right. welcome to your debut. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Welcome to my debut. I got a bit cocky and he, he super kicked me. But I must admit though, like a singles match to have your debut match, I think that's yeah, that's a lot for you to do in your first it match. It was because um, normally um, when I when I see debuts, it's normally in like six months. Yeah, eight um, months. Yeah, you're, you're normally with someone experienced yeah, that, yeah. that can take you through the match. I was thrown in there um, with uh, with Ritmo uh, for a 15-minute match, which was a big thing because, you know, yes, we've done it in training, but being in the ring, doing it in front of a live crowd is so much more different. Yeah, because you've um, got every other aspect of the yeah. show to, to be aware of. Because in training, you're not normally going around telling telling people to shut their mouths, as, as I do now. Yeah. Tell people to shut their mouths. You don't do that. As soon as I got in that ring, it all changed. Everything yeah. changed. You know, shut your mouth. To N- you there, nervous? So. I was... Do you still get shitting myself? Do you still get nervous oh, now? Yes. Really? Really? Believe it or not, now still I will. Before I come out, I'll stand behind that curtain. I'll get that b- butterfly feeling. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I'll sight myself up and come out, and then it's all gone completely. Because I, I mean, it sounds really like oh, tougher matchup. But that's what I am. But I don't get nervous. You know, I think I I have an adrenaline rush. Yeah. And I'm excited, if I'm honest. Mm. But the most nervous I've been. <clears throat> Bubblegum was probably. Yeah, not even my I, debut. Bubblegum was nervous one. Yeah, I think I know. Because you I, saw me backstage yeah, yeah, as well, yeah. so and you were like, it was like watching CM Punk just warm up. Hands were going on your toes, like really just ready to go out there and prove that you can you can handle. I can hang with the big guys. Yeah. at the end of the day. And I think that's that's and it's not kissing Harvey Dale's ass, but that's the kind of um, op- opportunity. Name? Opportunity. That's it. Mm. For some reason, I was going to say options. Opportunity. Well, Opportunities, we'll go with that. Yeah. But yeah, but it's the opportunities you get at home uh, for guys like me, yourself, yeah. Stephen Mitchell, yeah. you know. All of the seven guys. All the boys, yeah, all of the boys. Um, but it's cool that you get, still get butterflies, or you still get nervous before yeah. a show or yeah, a match. Man. Do you still get the same kind of butterflies or the nervousness before commentating? No, no. Is that, because obviously you're still out there in front of the crowd. Yeah. I mean, with commentating, my, my first ever commentating duty with with uh, Magic Mark, I was I was dead nervous because I've never. Yeah, we we all sit and commentate and you know tell everybody about our lives, but sitting there, I did not know what I was doing. Um, but yeah, Magic Mark said, "Don't worry, just go with the flow. Go with the flow. Put the headset on." I was probably quiet for like the first five minutes, but after that, into it just come natural into it. Because the thing is, you're naturally a good, t- you know, mic man. Thank you. You, you you're very. Um, 
clear with mm. what you're getting over, which is good. Um, which is why it's going to be a struggle for the, the mouthpiece between this, you and me. This is it. Other than that, I will give it bear. But, um, so yeah, so, like, we're going coming full circle, we're doing the commentary stuff. Yeah. Um, and obviously now you've, you've taken over from, you know, as the seven leader. Are you going to want to come back to commentating I wouldn't at mind. some point? I wouldn't mind revisiting commentating now I'm, now I'm here. Yeah. Uh, because I think it's going to completely change how, how it would work between myself and Magic Mark. Magic Mark's even said it to me as well. It, you know, it'd be nice to do what, at least one more commentary together. Yeah. Just so we can have that kind of uh, heel face. Yeah. Commentary I mean, I, I want to I wanna put forward the idea for me to commentate a bit tonight because I haven't got a match. I'm in the Battle Royal, but if I can get over the Mate, seven stuff, I, I, you know I, I, mean? I really think you should be out there. And not just to commentate as well, but, you know, just in case anything anything kicks off. Well, we need to... We, we always we, we need to be it needs to be uh, united as one. This is it. Which is what we do as seven. So you've had your first match. Yeah. Um, and obviously you've worked for quite a few companies around uh, the UK, doing a bit quite a bit of travelling. Um, and obviously your good lady comes with you quite you know near all the time. Yeah. Um, obviously we're not going to name names because I don't want people you know fucking no, no, no. Facebook stalking and stuff. But how, how does she feel? Obviously being uh, in a relationship with a, a professional wrestler, she uh, she really likes it because um, she's a wrestling fan herself. Um, okay. um, as is her family, as is my family. You know, we, we're all wrestling fans, um, which, which really helps um, because I, I I've seen relationships end. Um, well, we're not known for being great relationship yeah. people, are we? No, um, <clears throat> well, because players like on his like twentieth wife. <laughs> he literally is probably. It's, as well. it's, it's a new woman every time you see like other guys. Oh yes. Nature boy, that's what he does, man. But yeah, um, every time um, she'll, she'll come to the show, she'll, she'll come and support. But it's not like I forced her to come to the show. No. She, she, she go, no, I want to come. Because yeah. she's still a wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. She's a fan of Hope Wrestling. So she's a fan of British wrestling. What was her reaction? Obviously, she didn't know that you were in charge of us. What no. was her reaction <laughs> afterwards? She called me a bastard. <laughs> really? She said, you bastard. I told, I told you, ladies and gentlemen, he's you know a why? bastard Do you know why? Day. Because Jack Jester is her favourite wrestler. Wrestler. And what did you guys do? Well, we kind of beat him up. <laughs> you know why? Because he's Scottish. That's yeah. why. And then she comes back to me and goes, so it's fucking you. It was you that got him to beat up Jack Jester. And she goes, I hope Jack Jester kills you. That's been harsh. That's horrible. That is horrible. Beat you up, yeah? yeah Kill yeah. you? No, it's a little OTT. It is, just a little bit. I don't think, I don't think you should stay with her for saying You know what I'm like saying? I mean, you know, it's, it, this is in debates at the moment. But, you know, um, I don't think Jack Jester would kill me because Jack Jester would have to deal with all seven of us. Very true. And he couldn't deal with all six of you. The thing is, he hasn't got any backup. No. No, because he's made a lot of enemies. I think he's because he's Scottish. <laughs> well, no, because the crowd love him now. So it's like Andy Murray. No one likes Andy Murray. Until he wins. And, no, I don't like him when he wins. Well, I don't like him at all. I think he's a prick. But the only reason why I say that then, Money, is because I think it was either the Euros or the World Cup, and he said, I'm not going to support England because I'm not English. Yeah. I'm Scottish. Yeah. Okay, fine. So why do we claim him to be Britain's, uh, England's number one? This, the number two ranked guy is Canadian. I don't even know what his name is. I, I, all I know is his nationality. But he is... He, Great Britain, England. He's the, he's our number two, and he's fucking Canadian. He's Canadian. My God. What's, oh, I'm sick, I'm, it's why I stick it's to wrestling. Stupid. This is why I stick to wrestling. You know what I'm it's saying? Stupid. It really is. <laughs> but so obviously, 
now we're doing the seven stuff. What's, yep. what's as we bring this to a bit of a close? Yep. How where do you see, see yourself in five years' time? What's what's the plan for Money Benjamin? Five years' time, um, I look to have wrestled all the top names in in the UK, you know, and a lot of them are within, our, are within Hope Wrestling. But that, that's one of my goals. But I, I do want to get as as best as I can because I'd love to progress to like you know the big leagues. Yeah. So everyone looks to progress to let's let's just say WWE. Yeah. That that I don't care. Well, technically, that's everyone's that's main everyone's goal, isn't dream. it? Yeah. That's everyone's dream to be in WWE. Apart from me. I'm too old. Oh, you're never too old. Too old. Never too old. No, I'm joking. But um, <laughs> in five years' time, I wouldn't even mind even trying, say, TNA did another British boot camp or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind trying my bets at that. Because, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a bad wrestler, to be honest. And within them five years, I will I, I will <laughs> learn so much more. I would have worked with so, much of, with, with so much of the big names here. Yeah. And, you know, never know. I, I hope as well to have wrestled maybe some imports that we bring over from the you know from, from the states and all that I'd, I'd love to providing they don't get hopes that'd be great yeah <laughs> ooh controversial as oh ever oh dear <laughs> so if uh, promoters want to go out there and book you uh, on social media where can they find you they can find me um, at Money Benjamin anywhere Facebook you'll find me at Money Benjamin Twitter you'll find me at Money Benjamin I'm literally Money Benjamin everywhere you got, um, you got MySpace Bebo uh, MSN Messenger uh, shit like that they're all still Money Benjamin as well to be honest now we're talking <laughs> everything, now we're talking everything my, I, I live and breathe the gimmick Money Benjamin <laughs> why not uh, so you, you literally you'll find me anywhere and love everywhere it. love it well Money thank you so much for coming on thank you for the show me, mate man. thank you very absolute much absolute pleasure Okay, guys, that was the president, the leader of Seven Money, Benjamin. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, mate. Um, thank you, guys, for listening. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at ProSportsEd. Uh, on Facebook, The Working Man Birchall. Under uh, Birchall83 at Instagram. Yes, I am on Instagram. Don't know why. I don't have a clue what it is. But it sounds good. And if I can send a picture of myself for no reason whatsoever, then there's got to be something good. Um, this podcast was brought to you in partnership with Standring and Hair Designs. You can catch them on Facebook. You can also catch up with Suki Wear Professional Wrestling Wear, which is S-U-K-I-W-E-A-R. Tell them I sent you, and they might give you a bit of a discount. And if they don't, just pay full price. Also, our friends at the Indie Corner, Stu and Matt, and a big shout-out to Philippa and Carl at the Brass Ring over in Stoke-on-Trent. I'm not a big fan of Carl, but Philippa's decent. So, thank you very much for listening. Again, Money, thanks for uh, being on. Thank you for having me. And we will see you all next week. Thanks for listening.